listening to a Sharesies podcast. It's Thursday, the 20th of January. You're listening to Recap Made for You by Sharesies. Sharesies is a wealth development platform where our purpose is to create financial empowerment for everyone. And you know what? This is the disclaimer. Investing involves risk. You aren't guaranteed to make money and you might lose the money you started with. Any information we provide is general only and current at the time. If you're looking for help with your investment choices, we recommend talking to a licensed financial advice provider. G'day there, Cassie. Hey, Jose, what's going on? Well, mate, just recording a podcast, you know. <laughs> Snap, same. <laughs> Funny, <Yeah. laughs> that. It's amazing how it all worked out. Uh, Cassie, of course, is filling in for uh, Alice today, and we appreciate your time and commitment, Cassie. Hey, glad to be here. Glad to have you here. Shall we crack on, because we've got some great juicy news today. Uh, There's even a bit of uh, movie news for you, Cassie, that was reported that this morning uh, that the US-based Autodesk has purchased uh, the New Zealand startup Moxion. Oh, okay. Riddle me this. Um, who are these companies and what do they do? Yeah, great question. So uh, Autodesk is an absolute gorilla of a tech company. It's mostly known for creating 3D design and engineering software, uh, but it also has a full leg in the post-production industry, pumping out software uh, used on TVs and film. Now, it's listed on the NASDAQ. It has a market cap of $7 billion American dollars. Now, Moxion is much, much smaller. It has 28 staff divided between Auckland and Hollywood. And what it does is it makes software that delivers dailies digitally through the cloud. Um, So what used to happen with movie and TV production, particularly in the film days, was that after you'd finished shooting, you'd sit down and watch the dailies. The dailies were basically all the footage that had been shot over a day, right? Correct. Now, it used to be that because it took so long to process all that footage, uh, when you watch dailies, they were likely to be the previous day's footage or even footage from two days ago. So what Moxion does is it provides those dailies super quick, uh, they say in real time, in fact, and while the crew is still on set. So they can change or reshoot something right away, which of course is much cheaper to do than uh, resetting something you already shot and packed down a couple of days ago. Very cool. So what does this mean for Moxian? So the deal was actually completed in December and it's only been made public now. For Moxion, it means more investment. The CEO, Hugh Cavalli, told the Herald that it'll accelerate growth and they'll now be able to work on some big projects. And what about for Autodesk? Why are they interested in Moxian? Uh, well, it's the old story. Uh, they want to expand what you can offer to customers and they want to make themselves more valuable. And the quickest way to do that is to buy another company and suck up all those expertise and assets. So to that point, the senior VP of Autodesk said that buying Moxion accelerates making more production tools based in the cloud, which is something they've been wanting to do for a while. In fact, they recently bought a company that, made a, uh, that makes a cloud-based animation production system. Okay, cool. Um, And do we know how much Autodesk paid for Moxion? Uh, Well, we do not know that. That hasn't been made public. But according to the New Zealand Herald's Chris Keel, who reported on the deal, uh, it's understood to be worth tens of millions of dollars. Uh, Put it this way, the CEO told uh, the Herald that he was able to pay off his mortgage after the deal. So good on him. (laughs) Good on him. (laughs) Yeah, good stuff. No, genuinely great stuff. (laughs) 
Um, so they tell me you have a story from Australia, Jose. Yeah, firstly though, who's they? But secondly, yes, this is a good old Aussie energy company update involving fourth quarter results from Adelaide headquartered Santos. Okay, give me the goods on Santos. So Santos is the big, second biggest independent oil and gas producer in Australia. Uh, it's in the top 20 of global oil and gas firms, particularly after spending $6.2 billion Australian dollars last year to purchase Oil Search, which is an oil exploration and development company. And if its results that uh, were released today are any gauge, it's benefiting from the pinch in supply. Oh, how so? So Santos reported uh, it had a 34% jump in its fourth quarter sales revenue. Now that brought its revenue to $1.53 billion for the quarter. Last year it reported $922 million in revenue. And that result is down to a couple of things, but mainly down to price increases for LNG or liquefied natural gas and crude oil caused by really tight supply. Of course, we've been talking about the uh, supply crisis on Recap for quite a while. And uh, because there's not a lot of stock being screwed away, essentially. And also the buyout of oil search also helped their bottom line. Mm, right. Um, so did they give any numbers for their full year results? Yeah, sales for the full 2021 year landed at $4.7 billion, while free flow cash uh, is expected to reach for them a record at about $1.5 billion. And was there any forecasts or expectations outlined for 2022? So the CEO, Kevin Gallagher, said he expected 2022 to be a very busy year as the oil search deal helped scale the company up to provide better outcomes. The next big thing for them is a $3.6 billion gas project in northern Australia and a really big carbon capture and storage outfit uh, getting built in South Australia. Now Santos says it will provide guidance for 2022 with its full year results on the 16th of February. So should we get into the fallout of um, from yesterday's Microsoft news? Yeah, let's do that. Let's get an update on that. Now, for those who didn't tune in yesterday, Microsoft has agreed to pay almost $69 billion American dollars for the video game publisher Activision Blizzard, which has set a record for the biggest tech deal ever, like ever. And they are planning to pay for it all in cash. Buzzing. <laughs> yeah, it was some real big tech energy from old Microsoft. Oh, huge, huge energy. <laughs> And in reaction to the announcement, Sony shares actually fell 12% as investors fear the deal will bring more competition to Sony's PlayStation division and may take some key games away from the Japanese giant's platform. Yeah, I see. So can we get some more context around what Sony's been up to and why it could be quaking in its boots? Yeah, so if you're looking purely at gaming revenue, Sony was considered the biggest gaming company of 2021 after bringing in um, 25 billion USD. Um, so as mentioned, it's mainly known for making PlayStation consoles. In 2020, uh, 2020, it released the PlayStation 5, which quickly became the world's most popular next-gen video game console. And it also produces a lot of original video games for its consoles. So for quite some time, Sony has been considered to be ahead of Microsoft with its portfolio of original games. But if Microsoft closes this acquisition deal, um, it will have a strong portfolio of hit games that could steal some of Sony's thunder. Yeah, interesting. So could Microsoft pull games, you know, say like uh, Call of Duty, which now owns, or which will own, from PlayStation altogether and have them just exclusively on Xbox, which is something they do mm. from time to time? 
Mm, yeah, so this has been a hot topic in the Call of Duty community because uh, um, up till now the game has had quite a close relationship with PlayStation, giving them exclusive access to um, new content and things like that. So if the deal goes ahead, then we can assume things like this could be possible. Um, but for now, it looks unlikely. The CEO of Microsoft Gaming, Phil Spencer, confirmed in a statement that the purchase is not intended um, for pulling players away from Sony's consoles. Um, so this has given PlayStation players some hope that things won't change too drastically yet. And are some market experts labelling this as an overreaction from Sony? Mm, bit a yes, bit a no. Um, a lot of articles are quoting the CEO from a Japan-based consultancy, Cantan Games, who say Sony will likely continue to push out uh, blockbuster games and is also capable of fighting back with its own future acquisitions. Um, however, there are broader conversations happening in this space about how gaming will become increasingly like streaming services, so like a Netflix versus Neon situation for games. Um, and if this is true, then it's possible that it will become more important as to who owns what uh, to pull in the most customers. Great. Thank you very much for that little update there, Cassie. And just before we go, another little update on Seeker who you might remember yesterday announced its shareholders uh, voted in favour of going ahead with an acquisition. Well, today, Seiko declared a full-year dividend of $0.13 cents per share for the year to the 31st of December 2021, and this will be paid out on the 23rd of February. And that means that's the end of the show for today. That was Recap for the 20th of January. Thank you very much for listening. You can give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to get in touch, our email is recap at sharesies.co.nz and you can also leave a little voice message. There's a link in the episode description. Nice one. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye.